everybody. Welcome back to the SD Local Podcast. This is Stephen Levinson, your host and your local 401k specialist. Today we have on a special guest. Her name is Lindsay Cruz. She's the owner and operator of Fair Breeze Custom Travels. They provide high-end travel itineraries for those that live here in San Diego, but also for those all over the nation. This is an episode you're not going to want to miss. Lindsay has an amazing story. She's a local San Diegan, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with her. So stay tuned. Welcome in, Lindsay. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So prior to going into Fair Breeze Travel, let's talk about you personally, because I think at the end of the day, any sort of service-related company, um, people develop a relationship with you, and I know that your job is very relationship-based. So just tell us a little bit about you, what's your background, where are you from, and uh, then we'll we'll hop into your company. Great. Yeah. Um, so I'm from here, from San Diego. Yeah. I'm actually a fifth generation as well. Um, yeah, so I love it here. Um, born and raised, although I did move around a little bit as a kid. Um, I lived on the East Coast and Arizona um, for like different years throughout my childhood. But um, once I graduated high school, came back here. And um, yeah, so most of my experience has been in customer service actually for a number of years worked at Disneyland Mm -hmm. for the Walt Disney company. So of course, you know, I had their, um, customer service training, their, their, um, guest service training as they would call it. Um, so I'm really relational and I really like to, to focus on, um, you know, like people's stories and their experiences and stuff. And, you know, even working at Disney, like asking the guests like, Oh, where are you from? And, and, um, and tell me about, you know, like what it's like there. And so I've always had a huge love of travel and, um, different cultures and, and like different places around the world trying to kind of explore, um, mm-hmm. at, at Disney, I worked on the jungle cruise mm-hmm. and, um, Indiana Jones adventure. And then I also worked on the railroad that goes around the park. So for me, I was able to, you know, just Imagine that I was actually like traveling in the jungles of the world, you know, like going down the Nile River and um, going to the the jungles of India. And then on the train, same thing, like kind of going um, around the park and and um, having that travel experience and stuff as well. So, yeah. And then um, travel for me has also been a hobby um, for as far back as I can remember. Um, I traveled a lot as a kid, and so my mom kind of instilled that in me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just always planning trips, even ones that I was not able to go on. You know, like I would just – it was kind of a hobby, actually. You have a big imagination. <laughs> yeah, and you I could think, say that. Yeah, and that's that's great. I think working in the travel industry, you have to have a big imagination, and you have to think also when you're working for others what they may like and – um, I definitely want to touch on it. I know that previously you had told me being on the East Coast, that kind of 
fostered a love for history and being a history buff. And then at the same time, too, working at Disney has given you an opportunity and insights because Disney is a big uh travel destination for many people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you're an expert there and you can kind of vouch for that experience, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. I've been to um, three of the six parks, you know, like actual technically not parks because the parks are inside the destination. So, I mean, so Disneyland Resort, um, well, Disney World and Disneyland Paris. And my goal is to do... The Asian ones, Tokyo and Hong Kong and Shanghai at that some point. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be a really cool experience. I've planned those trips out. <laughs> and then, you know, COVID <laughs> yeah. hit and she's stuff. Got, she's got it booked up already. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You've been to the Disney in Orlando? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a couple times. Okay. So which one so far is your favorite here in the States? Oh, well, okay. So Disneyland is my home. You know, like I... I been going there since as far back as I can remember. So I, no bashing. There's no <laughs> bashing here. It's just what's one place that like yeah. you like the most over the other. Well, Disney World has a lot more, a lot more to offer. Like it's it's super fun, and you can find things that are just you could probably spend a year there and not see everything. <laughs> That's and, pretty crazy. Yeah. So it's definitely I would say like kind of more fun. Yeah. But like as far as Individually, my heart is at Disneyland. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, both, I guess. So pivoting into Fairbreeze, um, for those listening, just give a background. Obviously, you are very passionate about traveling. You've helped out friends, family. You plan out trips just, I feel like, on your spare time, things that are yeah. interesting to you. So um, when did you start? Um, and was this something that you always knew you were going to do? Um. I kind of, it was kind of like a dream, you know, like mm-hmm. I never, I didn't really understand that, um, travel agents were still a thing, you know, like I figured, oh, that's, that's kind of outdated. You know, people have like ways to just book stuff online now. Um, but in recent years, like I've really found out that it is, um, like a whole career path. And, um, so I started researching it and um, really like going hard after like right after COVID um, since the world has been opening up and people were saying that a lot of like agents have retired now. Um, COVID was kind of the catalyst for that. And so um, that's the birth of yours. Exactly. So the travel industry just is really starting to grow again. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of, a lot of companies are actually like, you know, needing people. Mm, I would argue that, Give it a little bit of time, but I'm I'm sure right now you're seeing things really pick up as things are relaxing around the world, but Mm -hmm. it's cool that you're a COVID business and two, I think actually you got in at the right time. It was almost like the bottom. If you look at it from like a market perspective, it's like everyone was just panic selling yeah, and or just getting out of the business and you're like, oh, this is a good opportunity because now a lot of competitors are actually out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I did like a a training program and I worked on, um, figuring out what, what host agency is best for me and, and my business. Um, so yeah, I ended up at Avenue Two travel. Um, they're in Pennsylvania, uh, but they're like a long established host agency. Like they have their own, um, systems that they work through and they have their own networks and they're very well respected and, and trusted. So, um, I kind of, since I was, new coming into the industry, I wanted to establish myself with a more, um, experienced company. 
And um, yeah, so I opened my doors about six months ago and um, just really trying to trying to get my myself out there and and um, show people what all the benefits that a travel agent can really give them. Yeah. And you're doing a good job of that. So let's talk about that because a lot of people are not aware of why would I book through a travel agent? I can just book myself. I can, I know what I like, so I'll just book it for me. So for someone that comes to you saying that, why is it better to come through you? What are some of the benefits? What are some of the things that they wouldn't be able to receive if they were just doing it on their own? Yeah, absolutely. So I focus more on the the luxury end of things. So um, clients at that level would usually understand that, you know, you pay for uh, services, you know, like they're going to be used to paying for an interior designer or mm-hmm. um, something like that. Like you, you consult an expert and really um, help to make the best actually it's a lot of value you know get the best out of your money um so being able to book through me or through another travel agent um a lot of there's a lot of benefits such as um most hotels cruise lines um even some airlines but um they they will offer like incentives for booking through an agent because they're trying to get business from the agents as well so um, they'll, you know, a cruise line will offer like, like $200 um, stateroom credit and, you know, free drinks or something like that. Like for a client who's booking through me versus booking through, you know, their on online website. All right. Well, sweetener. Yeah, exactly. And um, because of that, it's actually like it can be a really better value for the clients as well. Because even if they're, you know, they already have their cruise planned, you know, like, like, let's say they're you know, going on seven day in the Caribbean, like they already know that's what they're going to do or, and they know their cruise line. If they contact me, then I'll be able to book it for them. Same price, but then they'll get those extra benefits. Mm. Um, that's, that's kind of like a basic, you know, thing that's good for them. Uh, but it's also, you know, as for me personally, like my, my goal is to like provide a full experience mm-hmm. um, where they can contact me And, um, I really get to know them personally and know their likes and dislikes, um, know what kind of travel that they like doing. Are they, um, you know, are they history buffs? Are they into exploring? Are they more just, um, you know, spa and relaxation? Are they, um, wanting to get out and and get into the community and learn the cultures and maybe even do some, um, some service work, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that, or are they wanting to, um, really stay in the resort and not or go club out. club and drink all night long. Yeah, that too. You know? <laughs> Just depends on who you are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, really getting to know my clients and then um, really doing the research um, because of my network that I'm a part of. Like it's a, it's a worldwide consortium called Virtuoso. And they have, um, they've vetted, you know, all the hotels like around the world, cruise lines, everything. And um, so... I know that and most of the time, a lot of, a lot of times the agents have been on them themselves. And right. so they write their own like internal reviews and you can, you can read the internal reviews from agents and um, kind of get an idea of what, what each experience offers and then kind of putting together a full itinerary for my clients. Um, whether or not they, 
you know, it's, it's up to them. Like we go back and forth depending on like how involved they want me to be or, um, but then, you know, I've got a program and app and everything that they can go on and they can view their itinerary and, um, check in through there and, uh, just have an idea of like exactly what they're doing when they're on their trip. But we, we curate that together. You know, Mm -hmm. we work together to make, make the trip like exactly what they want. Are you seeing, like, I don't know if there's any statistics around this, but are you seeing this being more advantageous for a specific demographic that maybe is in their later age and they are like this? I mean, traveling internationally is incredibly stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, if it's a country that you don't know of, you don't speak the language and all these different things. Um, maybe they would feel a little bit more safe working with someone that would have a little bit more expertise and could hand, provide like a hand-holding system for them yeah, yeah. versus maybe someone who's like this young and gunning uh, millennial who's just like all over the place. <laughs> so are you seeing there being a little bit more need for, for someone that's a little bit older or do you see it as it's good for everybody? I mean, I'm sure it is, mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe an older yeah, that's, group that would, would be – Usually the the vast majority of the people who are booking, the vast majority of clients are kind of retired. And um, but because of that, I like to do, you know, like sort of my focus or, you know, my specialty would be multi-generational. So um, I traveled with my grandma a lot, you know, and she's in her 80s. And um, so I'm I'm very familiar with traveling um, with, you know, people that are of a certain age. And, um, then I have kids as well. So I'm used, I'm used to traveling with them. I've got three little guys. So, you know, I know what's involved with that. And the as challenges well. that come up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so multi-generational travel is really my, um, personal passion, you know, like I'm, I'm happy doing working with other clients, but, um, that's really kind of like the fun thing for me because I do have that experience and, um, I, I'm, I like to know, you know, like what the grandparents like to do and then what the parents and the kids all like to do. And like, are we going to, you know, be spending all of our time together or are we going to be making extra, um, you know, like a free afternoon? And so, you know, mom goes to the spa and the kids go on, you know, like the if it's a cruise or something, they go into the kids club and they play games there. And then like the the dads go up and do golfing or or whatever. And, you know, a lot of cruise ships have those put, putting greens on the top. And so, you know, just kind of like. Uh, making things like personal for each member of the family and then also, you know, having them work together and, and really spend that time enriching their, their family life. And, um, but there's also a lot of options for younger people, um, you know, millennials and, and, um, because there's a lot of adventure travel that's really getting a, um, portion of the industry now where you actually travel with like a national geographic guide. Um, national geographic has their own, um, cruise line that they work with and you can go to the Galapagos or, um, Antarctica, um, up in the wilds of, of Alaska. And they, they, you know, you go out and you go hiking or you, um, do sort of adventure things like, you know, helicopter rides up to a glacier. It's beautiful. Yeah. So there's a lot, you know, it's not just, staying in and you know at the casino and eating buffet like totally and and just to kind of like add to that conversation um 
I was noting on it before, but I did a really cool trip with my grandparents a long time ago in Alaska. And that was, that was exactly it. We all had our thing to do. Yeah. Um, and then we would come back together for whether it was lunch or dinner or whatever. But I think it was such a great trip for the very reasons that you're talking about. We were all really enjoying you know, the, the place that we were traveling to, but we were all doing what we wanted to do. So when we came back, it didn't seem like there was like a bunch of resentment at the table, (laughs) right? Like, Hey, we had to do this or we had to do that. Everyone was just kind of doing what they wanted to do. So there's a lot of value in that, especially for a trip to Alaska. I think a cruise ship, I could be wrong here, educate me, but I think a cruise ship, it's almost very free for all. I mean, you could tell the kids, Hey, it's time for you to go do this, but it's like, it's still you're an stuck. option. Yeah, there's always an option to do otherwise. Whereas if I think if you're in a different country or something like that, it's much more like, hey, you, you're going and doing this while I go do that. Um, yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be, really. Right. Um, like if you're if you're like, let's say you're on a cruise and you and you pull into um, Barcelona, like like we did that once. That's why I <laughs> bring that up. And, you know, we just kind of like they just let you off the boat and you can do your own thing, but you can also book excursions through the cruise line. Um, and I can book those for you. But one of the cool things too, is that I have access to tour operators on the ground. So I'll be able to, um, for usually the same price as the cruise excursion, um, I'll be able to get like a personal tour guide, you know, like a local who will come pick you up in their car and they'll take you around to the, the cool sites. And a lot of times they can get you into, kind of the back door of places. And, um, you know, you could, yeah, you could go on the excursion with 30 other Americans, you know, who are, who are going and seeing these sites, you know, and getting pictures and stuff, or you Not could go personalized. Exactly. Or you could go with your have own such local. a better time with that one tour guide. Yeah. And he'll take you kind of to his favorite cafes yeah. and, um, you'll be able to kind of get an idea because he's an expert in the area, an idea of the history, and rather than, you know, going on a just a, a tour with a bunch of other people from your ship. Yeah, it's the difference between getting, like, true local insights versus, like, following the herd and doing everything that the herd's doing, which, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but I totally yeah, understand what you're thing. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and... Um, you know, it's the same thing too. like, not obviously not just cruises, like I can do the same thing for full trips, you know, full itineraries where, um, you know, like, let's, let's say I was going to put together a trip for Ireland. Um, if you're into genealogy, I, I can make sure that you speak with a, like a local genealogist and you guys can go through and see where your family came from in Ireland or, um, and then you can go if, if you're interested in the local, um, the local culture, you know, like there's, there's tours that will take you in, you know, just you and your family will take you into a, a home of, you know, this grandma who's going to teach you how to make Irish stew and Irish soda bread. And you can learn from her and, um, you know, and also stay in the nice resorts or stay in the nice um, places that you want to stay. Like there's a lot of castles that have been turned into, you know, very nice hotels out there. Um, so you get that experience, but you also get like the local experience uh-huh. and really, tailored toward what you want. You know, if you're rather, if you're into golfing, like, you know, visit the top courses there. Or, um, if you're horseback riding, I, I did that once in Ireland, like, you know, it's like my little, you know, 10 year old inside was like on cloud nine. I was like galloping on a horse on the beach in Ireland. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of getting that personal experience, like things that you're really into and then finding, 
finding those special touches that is going to just create like an amazing memory for you and your family. Kind of going back to where we first started off in the conversation about the importance of using uh, a travel agent is it's, that's the very thing, right? It's having that ability to um, have a great trip, but take it from a great trip to like an absolutely amazing trip because it's very personalized and you also have uh, resources that the typical person just wouldn't be able to tap into. So that's, exactly, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, we um, in the travel industry, like one of the catchphrases is like taking your bucket list to your to do list, you know, <laughs> and like we're, we're making it happen. Making it happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like because when you just go on a trip, just my own personal experience, it's very easy to get really excited because everything's around you and you just want to do everything. And then maybe you just didn't actually hit the things that you really wanted to do because it's just very easy to get um, distracted, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so it, having that um, program and that itinerary really helps you bring that trip to life and, and make the most of your trip. So. Yeah. And it also um, brings down a lot of stress and worry. Yeah. You know, like instead of being there and thinking, oh, you know, gosh, I got to get a ticket for the train. And then what when's the train schedule? You know, you're trying to like frantically get your phone to work or or make your way to the station and get a map like I'll have already thought of that for you. So I'm saying, you know, hey, you're going to catch that three o'clock train. Um, Be sure to get there at 2.30. They'll take your luggage, you know. Um, Because I've, you know, as the agent, like I've thought of all those details for you. So it really makes your trip less stressful. Mm -hmm. And um, it also has someone, you have someone to call on if something doesn't work out. Like, like, hey, they canceled that three o'clock train. You know, you can call me even though I'm on the other side of the world and I'll get on the phone like right away and be like, okay, I've got a taxi who's coming to pick you up at this time, you know, on this curb. Like I, I hmm. can handle all that for you. So, you know, if you're my client, like I've, I, my phone is open to you 24 hours a day because I know that people are, you know, in other time zones. And if something happens, like I can, I'm going to be the one to handle that for you. Right. So the benefit of working with an agent isn't just the, the perks, you know, um, and then like the help planning, but it's also assistance on your trip. Yeah. The reassurance. Yeah. Knowing uh, if all else fails, Hey, I'm going to call Lindsay Yeah, exactly. and tell her, Hey, I missed my train and my bus. Figure it out for me. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And that's good to know, especially like for trips, especially like if I was going to Asia mm. or something like that, that would be yeah. a little intimidating. Yeah, it would. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, for me, it's a little bit easier being that I'm bilingual. I speak Italian fluently. So if I go to Spain or if I go to Mexico, or if I go to any country where there's some sort of Latin root to their language, yeah. I can get away with it. And kind of figure it out. I yeah. can figure it out. But yeah, if I was in Japan or in China, nah. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I'd that be like, be what? Rough. I'd be like hand signing. Like, <laughs> where's the bus? Where's the car? Help me. Yeah. So, and I'm guessing that you have a lot of people or representatives in those sort of countries that are English speakers that would be able to help out you as well to figure out what's going on. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's, what's great too, about having the tour operators on the ground. Like yeah. they're all going to be multilingual. And um, right. so they'll be able to, to come and like tell you what's going on and, and help you out too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of advantages to booking with an agent and honestly, it's really not any, like much more expensive than just booking on your own. You know, like you get those extra perks a lot of times, um, you know, like I just booked, 
uh, for a family going up to Anaheim and they just stayed at the JW Marriott for a couple nights. And, um, you know, they could have just booked it on the Marriott website, but since they booked it through me, it was the same price, but they got $150 off their, their bill. You know, that's just like a hotel credit. And then they also got free breakfast both days, which was like the sit down breakfast and that, you know, all five, they had kids and stuff like all five members of the family got, you know, like the eggs Benedict and like high end food that it would have cost them $125. Like each day. We heard that people book through Lindsay Cruz. <laughs> yeah. So you guys you like know. benefits and perks book through Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So for those that are unaware of how this works, so you just said that it, it would cost similar to what it would cost if they just booked it themselves, that being mm-hmm. the case. So how does that work and how is the compensation people would want to know? Okay. Well, you're making yourself available at all hours of the day here. Yeah. Like, well, how I are like you compensated <laughs> and how are you paid? Yeah, absolutely. So I charge a, a planning fee. Um, so, you know, it's a, someone calls me up and we schedule a time for a, a, like a free consultation. And we talk about like what their, what their plan is, what they're looking for. Um, and then I usually charge between two to $500 for my planning. And that's basically just like my hours that, that I've put into it. Um, if it's, it's usually $200, but, um, if it's, you know, like a, a multi-week long, like where there's an itinerary every day. And so it takes me longer to It's going to be do much it. more. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot more work on your end. A exactly. lot of logistics going into that one. Yeah. Exactly. So kind of the planning fee is just, um, and also it guarantees my services so that um, there's no, you know, someone's not going to gonna come in and then have me plan the trip and then they'll book on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, because that has happened. So <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> it's just, I, yeah, shystery. Wow. <laughs> hey, plan it for me. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. But, um, wow. Yeah. So, you know, because, but we do have an a- access to like if they want to use points or something like that too, we're, we're totally used to that. Like a lot of people book their flights with, with airline miles or their, mm-hmm. their hotel stay with their points and stuff. And we're, we're totally used to working w- through that as well. Um, cause that's what I was, Thinking, you know, if people are doing that, it's because they they want the help and then they book it on their own th- with their points or something. Got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, yeah, so that would be the planning fee. And um, and then I just get commission from the vendors, you know, um, from the hotels and, and, you know, a little bit from airlines, cruise lines mm-hmm. and tour operators, um, stuff like that. So um, because they all you know, want people to come to their area. So they offer commission to agents so that they can book, you know, and my focus is you like as my client. So I'm not going to be, you know, shopping around for the hotel with the biggest commission. Like I'm going to be trying to make sure that you are um, taken care of and you're in a place that you really want to be. And then, um, you know, I'll get whatever the commission is for that hotel or, or that tour you know, cruise, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it's a kickback or it's compensation from the actual location itself that's paying the agency. And then they give you the, um, the compensation from there. Right. Is that how it works? So the hotel is like, Hey, or hotel or wherever you end up going to opera, they're happy that you <laughs> booked through, uh, you, you book from this agency and then the agency then compensates the agent. Um, or is it, or is it the agency just directly compensates the agent and there's basically no other- it is. Yeah. But with my host agency, 
the um because they're the ones that have the network and they they're the ones that like carry the books and sure. stuff. So so for my compliance um uh, for like credit cards and stuff like that, that's all going to go through my host agency mm-hmm. because they're the ones who have kept up with the laws and they've got, you know, the the encrypted software and stuff like that. So um so that makes it a lot easier for me. That's why I work with a host agency. You know, I could do it independently, but um working with a host agency is is not only easier, but it's also gives access to a lot more for me um, with my business. So I'm just, you know, an independent contractor of Avenue two. And um, so they already have accounts with pretty much everyone worldwide. And if it's something new, like I just get them registered with, you know, like if there's a, a tour operator that my client wants to work with, and it's not in the Avenue 2 system. Like, I just get them registered with Avenue 2. And then, yeah, the commissions would be paid to Avenue 2, and they and we each have our own account. Right. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So you're essentially Avenue 2's great advisor. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them. And uh, if you go on their website, there's, you know, I've got my own profile as well. Okay. Cool. And um, then I've got, you know, my own website for my business, Fairbreeze Custom Travel. And, um, you know, my own social media and stuff, but yeah, they've, they've been very helpful. They, um, since they're so experienced in the industry, they bring a lot to the table and they bring a lot of education and, and then they also, you know, they'll, I can independently, um, and I, I do fairly frequently like have meetings with, um, vendors from around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was, I was on a zoom call with a, with a guy from Africa just a little while ago and um they're a like a safari cruise uh, tour operator so they and they operate in a number of countries in africa and kind of depending on what the client's looking for if you're looking for kind of like um you know something more on on, a, on the river or you want to be on the savannah or something like that like he knows exactly how to get across the borders you know he, he'll book the flights um mm-hmm. in the country for you and he'll find the places that my clients want to stay at so i would contact him and get that all set up and um so i'm constantly having meetings with people from yeah you're a liaison yeah. between your client and then the tour operators are the people that are on the ground that have yeah. the local knowledge it's not like you know much uh personally about africa itself it's not like you live there so um mm-hmm. you know or live in any of the countries within africa so that's a that's a big deal for sure so you're having constant contact with these people so you know that like hey i'm sending my clients to like a good location and they yeah. know what's going on and everything else especially for countries like that or you know different countries within africa or even in asia as well too yeah places that that aren't English speaking, right. um, that are a little bit off the beaten path mm-hmm. and, um, you know, a are a little bit complicated. Yeah. Um, a little bit more adventurous for Americans to go, you know? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. yeah, like that, you know, and then I would shop it for different safari, um, tour operators, you know, for my clients kind of see like what would fit them best. Um, but then, you know, Avenue two also sets up meetings, you know, they'll have like meetings with, um, with, you know, cruise lines and tour operators. And every week, you know, we get on a zoom call and we do like a, um, learn about a, a certain vendor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just being really involved in the, 
in the industry and, and networking and stuff is a really big deal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, keeping you in the loop. Yeah. You yeah. have to. <laughs> so exactly. Be the best like, advisor for the client. Yeah, always, um, you know, keeping up with all the COVID restrictions and, mm-hmm. and, you know, all around the world, like, you know. Yeah, one day it's one thing and the next day it's another. I mean, it just it's become very complicated. I know in Italy, at least, it went from you had to have a vaccine to go into Italy or take a test every 48 hours. Okay. Um, Now I think it's a mix between showing your vaccine passport thing or – getting a test every 48 hours, or if you've already had COVID to have a letter showing that you've had COVID within six month period of time. Okay. And then the other two would be like, it would preclude you from the other two. Yeah. So that's starting actually to open up a little bit more. Yeah. That's a lot less than a lot of countries. You know, most, most countries do require vaccination. It doesn't, they don't care if you've had it or not. Like, so you heard it, everybody get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And even, you know, um, I booked a cruise for a client last month and or well, you know, the cruise was last month mm-hmm. and they, they needed a COVID, um, test within, you know, 48 hours. But so she went and got the test so that it, it was meant to come back between in 48 hours, but it didn't. And so, you know, I called the cruise line and I'm like, all right, is she going to be able to board? Um, and they're like, yeah, you know, send, send her to, you know, this person at the registration desk and, um, they'll just like administer like a, a rapid test right there you know, and it, it'll be free. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to have an agent to kind of do that stuff for you. Yeah. It's made, it's made everyone's life more difficult Yeah, for sure. Especially in travel. Yeah. But I also, you know, do stuff here in the States a lot too. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of experience on the East coast. I book a lot to Hawaii because, you know, yeah. here from San Diego, we've got super cheap nonstop flights to Hawaii. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We're lucky. Yeah. Accord. Yeah, it's cheap going to that side, but then if you want to go over to Europe, it's it's tough. I think it's better if you live in like Florida or New York or something like that, direct flight. And yeah, New York has a lot, but yeah. there are a few from LAX, a few nonstops. Yeah. From LAX, they used to have a nonstop flight to to Italy from San Diego a long time ago. But they now used to have a London yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. They still have one from to London. San Diego? Maybe. Um, British Airways? Yeah, I think British does still. That's yeah. the way to go if you want to go direct. But beyond that, you're either stopping in, in Atlanta or you're stopping in JFK. Mm-hmm. Those are long hauls. Yeah. Yeah. By the <laughs> time are. you get... Uh, I've had San Diego, LAX, LAX, Atlanta, Atlanta, uh, Heathrow, Heathrow, Milan, Oh gosh! By the time you get to Milan, you're a zombie. <laughs> yeah, it's you're been just like toast. so many hours, and it takes you two days just to just to recover from that one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a brutal flight, but um, they definitely need to step up their game in direct flights to Europe, at least from this side, because it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, they yeah they it's pretty hard to find, but they do have um, a few. You know, yeah, especially from LA, they've got a couple from yeah. San Diego, but yeah, it's a. It's a big, but it's exciting, long haul. you know. It's exciting and and traveling, and I, I'm really happy and really exciting to see that, you know, things are opening up, and I think people are very excited. And again, um, I, I truly believe you you got into the business at the right time here. And actually, going back to the whole domestic travel during COVID, it really opened up everyone's eyes and was like, hey, like 
a lot of us want to go international, but we have a lot to see here in America. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of people were doing a lot of traveling here as well, too. So the, the opportunities are endless. Absolutely. And there's a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, people are used to road trips and stuff, but um, there's a lot of kind of things that you wouldn't think about, you know, that I that I really enjoy. Like, um, you know, a few years ago, I because my grandma isn't super mobile, um, you know, we her and I went on a train trip. Mm -hmm. And we went over, you know, it goes over the Rockies and it goes over the Sierras. Um, it was, we started right from here, right from San Diego. And it, and we um, changed trains in San Francisco and then went across to Chicago. And it was just absolutely beautiful. Wow. And there's, um, you know, you go through like the, the old, a lot of the follows still like where they built, you know, originally like mm -hmm. on the coast to coast, like train tracks, you know, back in the 1800s and they still follow the same route. And so there was some, um, historians and stuff on the, on the trip that you could talk to. And they would say like, yeah, this is where, you know, it meets up with where the Oregon trail was or something like that. And, um, and then we went over from Chicago to Seattle. So it went up the Northern route and we went through Montana and Wyoming. We went through Glacier National Park and, um, you know, there's so much to see in the U S mm. and, and even, you know, if you're not into road trips, like there's other ways to do it. There's yeah. little, little commuter planes and stuff. Like my dad's really into aviation. And, um, so you can take like even just a little private pilot plane that, you know, it's going to be taking you to these places and then you stay for a couple of days in a little bed and breakfast and, and, you know, head on to the next place. So mm. yeah, it's You're making me want to like leave my office right now and <laughs> hop on a plane somewhere so yeah really cool. you know the the train station's right down there you're selling me hard <laughs> um kind of a side note but you're talking about trains and i was just thinking about it recently but um don't want to get into political stuff here but you know back in the day when presidents used to uh campaign for their presidency they would literally take a train across the whole country mm -hmm. and they would stop from town to town to town to town and they would literally maybe stand off the back end of a train and and give their spiel to <laughs> yeah. the whole city and then they would be on to the next one and uh those were times where i feel like the president or people in politics would actually really get to see america now they're hopping on jets and flying yeah. over Going and, over flyover country. That's right. Exactly. So that's actually a really cool experience. And that's actually something that I would love to do, um, to be able to take a train across country yeah. like that. You get to see things that um, you typically just fly right over. Yeah. I, I took my really nice camera and um, I was even able to get some good shots from the train, like places that are so far in the middle of nowhere that mm. you can't you can't drive to, you can't even fly to because there's no landing strip. Like it's, you're going through and it's miles and miles to the nearest town, but it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Just soaking it all on. Uh, do the trains, I mean, obviously the trains stop at some point. Do, do they give passengers just a quick opportunity to get out mm -hmm. and, and just experience a little bit? I mean, how does that work? Um, their stops are like 20 minutes. Yeah, so yeah, pretty you, brief. you stay there at the station, but um, it actually helped me like, I made a list of all the places that I want to go back to, mm -hmm. you know, or like in, buy a train ticket there and then, you know, get a train again, you know, two days later, mm -hmm. you know, like um, so many little towns like up in Montana or in Colorado or something like that, that I would have never 
thought to go to, but just looked so pretty and so amazing. Like, I want to explore this place, you know, longer than the 20 minutes. Um, right. But what's super fun also is that the train has, you, you have the sleeping cars and, yeah. you know, they, they provide really good service. Like you check in and they give you a glass of champagne and you kind of have your own little berth and, and then, um, you have the dining car, like, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you sit down and they, they, it's all paid for, like it's included with your fare. Right. Um, but yeah, you sit down and they have like actual waiters and waitresses that come and serve you on the dining cars and yeah. So it's it pretty feels, good? Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Really? Yeah. I would definitely do it again. Nice. And probably I would take my kids too, because, um, you know, just not the stress of being in a car and having them complain or just being on the interstate, you know, you're actually like out in the country and yeah. hands off the wheel and just being able to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really cool. See, I haven't done that, but I've done uh, trains uh, through Europe. Okay, yeah. Cool. So there's actually a train you can take from Milan and then shoot through Switzerland and then up into like Luxembourg and France and those areas. And that's oh my a, gosh. Yeah, through the Alps. And yeah. That these would be really incredible. fast bullet trains. And yeah. they give the similar service, you know, the drinks and the food and all that kind of stuff. So. That's a really, really cool time. So for those that want to contact you, and I and I, I do recommend after um, you know having this conversation, a lot of things actually came up for me. We've got uh, a honeymoon coming up, um, and I, I think one of the really important things you talked about was uh, regardless of what the trip is, it doesn't have to be a super elaborate trip or the itinerary is enormous, mm-hmm. but – you're just booking to a hotel or whatever. There's all these different advantages to working with someone like you. So I definitely encourage if you guys got a trip coming up to, to reach out to Lindsay and um, she can be contacted uh, via phone, via email. You can check out her website at fairbreezetravel.com. Correct. Yep. Okay. And, um, get after it because there's a whole (laughs) world to see out there. Is there anything that you'd like to leave us off with? Um, I mean, just that, yeah, like there, there's so much to explore so many things that, um, even, you know, I learn more every day, like just being a part of the, the industry and, you know, I just love it, like digging into everything. And, um, so yeah, to have any kind of like extra experience, like contact me and we can really plan something and, and, um, you know, let's turn the bucket list into a to-do list and let's get out there. Definitely. Yeah. You have a lot of experience traveling, helping out a lot of other people and your resources definitely are, um, an advantage to those that are traveling. So, um, highly recommend and it's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Awesome. Take care.